Hello, and welcome to Educators to Educators podcast. I'm Carrie Conover, and welcome to this episode celebrating Inchstones. Welcome to the new season of Educators to Educators podcast. As you may have realized, we have taken a little bit of a break at the end of this fall, and I just want to tell you all why and what our plans are for the E2E podcast before we get started with our special guest today. So we are at like, I think, 80 or 70 some episodes of E2E podcast, and it's been going on for a couple of years now. Usually I'll go kind of where I'll release podcasts week after week after a week, and then I find myself getting a little bit burnt out, and then I'll take a short break, then I might publish another one and take a little break. And so what I've realized after three years of doing this podcast is it's time for me to put some boundaries. I talk to you guys about healthy boundaries all the time. It's time for me to start putting some boundaries around this podcast. And so what that means is we are going to have seasons from now on. So this new season, it's January 2021. We are getting started for a new season. We're going to have between eight and 12 episodes, and then we're going to take a little break and then we'll come back for another season. So that'll be great for you as listeners. You'll have a little more of an idea of where we're going and when it's time to take a break. And then also I'll let you know when to watch out for the new season to begin. The other change you're going to see is one of the things I'm most proud of about E2E is how we've transformed and changed over these three years. These next few seasons, I'm going to pull in some of our E2E members, people that have been part of E2E for either a few months or a few years. I'm going to pull in members that have paid to be part of the E2E membership site to talk about their life as a teacher and what they feel like they are an expert on. I want to celebrate the amazing hundreds of members that we have at E2E, and I'm going to call them into the podcast to share so we can all learn from them. So that's a perfect transition to introduce Emily Terity. Emily has been an E2E member for, gosh, a long time. I absolutely adore Emily. I think she has a great story, and she is a phenomenal person. So today, Emily is going to talk about celebrating Inchstones. So before we get started with who you are, Emily, welcome to the E2E podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, and I feel so honored that you asked me. Well, I I couldn't think of anyone better to kind of kick off this new season. One of the things I've always loved about you, Emily, is you'll send me these almost like little love notes, like E2E love notes at the perfect time. You know, as an entrepreneur, I do get energy from so many different things, but it seems like you always know when just to send me a little note that says, hey, this this module of E2E really helped me or hey, that uh, Instagram post that you did really helped me today. And so those love notes really energize me. So thank you for those. Absolutely. And that actually kind of ties in why I send those with my celebrating those inch stones. Ooh, okay, well, let's talk about who you are and where you've been. And then we will move into those inch stones. So Emily, you are a special education self-contained first grade teacher. Wow, that's a mouthful. (laughs) You've been teaching for 10 years and your current position is in a behavioral classroom. Uh, Can you tell us what that means, a behavioral classroom? Sure. So I teach in what's called a 611. So I have six students, so one teacher and one teaching assistant. And all of my students 
have either behavioral or emotional needs. So a smaller class size is really critical for their learning. They may need some extra support in social skills or as well as academics. Perfect. And you have your Bachelor's of Science and Master's of Science in Education from the College of St. Rose, Albany, New York. So you are a New Yorker. Absolutely. (laughs) And so can you tell us a little bit about your certifications that you have so that you are able to teach in this type of a classroom? Sure. So I have undergrad, I was an early childhood special ed major. So My core is birth to grade two. And then I received my other certifications in childhood. So that's grades one through six. But at my core, I love the early childhood. I love the little kids. So that's kind of where my passion is. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Emily's also an E2E ambassador, which means she meets with our ambassador group once a month, gives us good feedback on the future of E2E. So I really value Emily's insight and opinion. Should we get started, Emily? Let's talk about celebrating inch stones. When you brought this topic to me, I feel a little embarrassed. I was like, I don't know what an inch stone is. So what are inch stones? All right. So inchstones is a really popular word or phrase in the early intervention community or in the special ed community. So what it what it just means is it's a step that you have to take in order to reach a milestone. Okay. And if you think of a milestone like a goal, you need to take different steps to reach that goal. So Oh, so that's why it's called an inch stone because it's in relation to a milestone right exactly okay i'm feeling a little bit like i'm processing slow but that just clicked with me so i'm guessing there's probably some listeners out there that are just getting that as well so okay so now that i'm getting the relationship between inch stone and milestone can you tell me how this like would relate to maybe a kid how how that works in a classroom or with a child sure so when A kid is first starting to learn how to walk. They don't right at the eight, you know, 12 months, stand up and start running across the room or, you know, walking, right? There's different steps that have to, that they have to take in order for them to be able to take that first step or to be able to walk across the room, right? They need some muscle control. First, they need to be able to stand without holding on. There's little steps that have to be taken. Um, So all I'm trying to say with the inch stones is that all of the little steps, sometimes they can be really hard and really difficult and they should be celebrated because sometimes getting to that milestone, especially when you're starting from day one, may seem like you're never going to get there. Yeah. And it is so far away. But if you start taking those steps to get inch you a little bit closer before you know it, that mile is definitely attainable and you can reach it. So this is especially important with kids, right? And I would imagine, especially children with behavioral challenges that they're facing or uh, physical disabilities and just your average kid, right? That sometimes these big tasks feel really overwhelming. And we might look at that task and say, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, but to some kids it is. So 
I'll give an example even from my personal life with my own kids. I am not a parent that nags my children to have their bedrooms clean all the time. Because what I realize, like as they're getting older and becoming teenagers and preteens is if I'm nagging them all the time to pick up their stuff, first of all, it hurts our relationship, right? Because I'm that nagging mom. But second of all, sometimes the task of cleaning up your bedroom feels super overwhelming, right? And so like I might look at my daughter's bedroom where she's thrown her dance clothes and her soccer clothes and her books because she's been in a rush and her bed's not made. I might say, be able to be like, clean up your room, clean up your room. And I come back a half an hour later and she hasn't cleaned up her room, right? And then I might get frustrated and be like, why haven't you cleaned up this room? Well, what I have realized over time is that to me, that doesn't seem that overwhelming. I'm like, oh, that's 10 minutes of work. Boom, she could be done. And so I guess I haven't realized, but I've put in stones in place to help them, such as making a checklist. Okay, here's what, when I say clean your room, this is what I actually mean. Or sometimes they just need like a little boost of me saying, okay, I'm gonna, if you make your bed and clean off your desk, I'll come back and help you put your laundry away. So uh, just that kind of real life example there, I feel like with kids is another one. Just like, you know, the kiddo that, you know, always blurts out, doesn't raise his hand, but has so much to say and just wants to just tell you, right? (laughs) A milestone for that, that kiddo might be to have his hand raised or her hand raised right before they um, give out, you know, some other people a chance, right? So then you can put some inch stones in to maybe get them to raise their hand before Let's they- Let's talk about that a little bit more. Actually, I think it's a really good example. Yeah. So you have that kid who loves to shout out. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us maybe a couple of inch stones, the process you might take with that child to get yeah. them to the milestone? Yeah, so sure. So I might you know, kind of break up that skill of raising your hand to get the teacher's attention. You know, so I might say when we, you know, we do that, we raise our hand, we have a quiet voice and we wait to be called on. So the first time that kiddo has his hand raised and might blurt it out, I'm going to celebrate the fact that the hand was raised, right? That's huge. That's step one, right? We're still not at that goal, but at least our hand is raised. Yep. So then the next step might be, okay, the hand's raised. Now there's like a couple of seconds or there was a pause before they blurted out an answer. Okay, that's another that's another reason to celebrate. It might not have been the wait time you wanted, but there was a pause. So that's huge. That's getting you closer to eventually, you know, the student can raise their hand and wait to be called on before they can share what they want to say. It makes me think of, I had this student when I taught fifth grade that sucked his thumb. Mm-hmm. He was such an awesome kid. And I remember at the beginning of the year, I think I may have even talked about this kid on the E2E podcast before. He and his mom came to me at the beginning of fifth grade in a private conference. And they were like, "Can you, like he wants to stop this. He wants to. It's fifth grade. He can't stop. The mom was basically like, I will give you the best Christmas present ever <laughs> if you can help him stop this. Yeah. Which you know, it was funny in itself. But anyway, it reminds me of that because we came up with this signal, like a baseball signal of me. I think I touched my, tap my nose and would like mm-hmm. look at him and tap my nose. And that was my sign to him. Like if I was up teaching or whatever, I would make eye contact and tap my nose. And it was his signal to help him realize he was doing it. Sure. And then we would, it was at first like, okay, just the first inch stone was mm-hmm. 
recognizing that I'm tapping my nose and looking at you, that means, okay, I'm going to pull my thumb out of my mouth. Right. And then we went to, okay, then we went to like subject areas. Like, can you get through all of reading without doing it? Now, this was a coping, obviously there's deeper things going on here, right? But it was just one habit that he, he wanted to break. He didn't love it. So it just makes me think of that student and he actually stopped sucking his thumb and I was really happy. He was so happy. I was happy for him. So I feel like I just want to bring that up. I feel like this can apply to so many different situations for kids. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Can this process ever feel hard on parents or kids? Like, is that ever what what kind of obstacles have you seen uh, as you've worked on Inchstones? Sure. Children? Well, I mean, it's it's you want to you know, society and everybody kind of puts those big milestones like up on that pedestal, right? And sometimes just the process is really long. So just kind of getting the buy-in of, yes, but I'm I'm right here. I could I wasn't here before, but now I am. So just reaffirming that I'm making progress. It might not be the process I want, or it might be taking longer than I want it to take. But I'm still moving forward. I that I'm still getting closer to whatever goal or whatever that milestone I'm reaching for is. So this is a perfect segue to talk about what this means for teachers. How do Instones relate to an adult and specifically teachers in their professional lives? Yeah. So I think if you're looking to make any type of change in your professional life then you can you can use this process, right? First, you need to kind of carve out what your goal is. What is that milestone that you want to achieve? And then break it down. What are some little spots or what are some little steps that you can actively take to reach your goal or to reach your milestone? I love that. And we often don't take the time for ourselves as educators or teachers. Emily, you, you know through just being, you know, part of an E2E ambassador that we recently launched Classroom to Boardroom. And actually, when this podcast is being released, we'll be putting our second cohort of teachers together in January 2020. And, and we talk a lot about how we don't take time as educators to really think about what we want. And one of the things that I love about that course, just because you start Classroom to Boardroom doesn't mean that a teacher is going to necessarily leave the classroom and go work at an education company. But, you know, we're having conversations around, okay, let's look at what it would take to get you there and start down the path of inch stones. And it's okay if a teacher says, you know what? No, actually, this isn't what I want to do. I want to go get my admin certificate or I want to try something else. But I think as adults, a lot of times, we don't take the time for ourselves to even start the process or make the big goals in the first place. Absolutely. And I think that that's what's so important because it's hard to create your inch stones or it's hard to celebrate the steps if you don't know where you're going. Yep. And I think it's a lot of times we get fixated on, well, I have to know what the milestone is before right. I start down the path. So I think that's an interesting way to think about it. Like you can have an idea. Yeah. But trying new things out and exploring new things is is also just a really good way to get the momentum going forward. Definitely. I do want to pause here and just say, uh, I feel like I have to say this every time I talk about classroom to boardroom is 
at E2E, I mean, you all know through the work we've done on this podcast, the goal of Educators to Educators is to help teachers find their happiness. And I really believe that can mean through staying in the classroom for 40 years and teaching or teaching for five or 10 years and saying, oh, I'm ready to try something new. And I think teachers should be allowed to explore other career options without feeling guilty. So ultimately, yes, I want teachers to stay in the classroom. And But if they're going to leave the classroom, I don't want them to go work for a bank or a clothing store or something. I want them to stay in education and help other teachers and students. So sorry, Emily, to interrupt us. I feel like I always need to make that disclaimer when the conversation goes to classroom to boardroom. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a perfect bridge into, so that's what it looks like in your professional life. What does that mean for your personal life? So, I mean, it can, there's so many major milestones in your personal life, like, right? Getting married, buying a house, deciding to go to school or going into some type of a career, right? Moving to a different state. So, but all of those major things, you need to take steps. And for, you know, example, three and a half years ago, I found myself canceling a wedding that took a year to plan, right? So being now newly single, the furthest thing from marriage, I had to, you know, work through everything that goes with a breakup, right? And then once I kind of did that self-care, Then I had to decide, okay, do I want to be single the rest of my life or do I want to put myself out there again? And using those inchstones and using those marks to celebrate the process helped me tremendously because I would have never dreamed way back then I would be in a position that I am right now. And so I think it's huge. And I think it's so important that sometimes we focus more on the product. And while in some situations that's really necessary, I think a lot of times in life we need to focus on the process and it's how we get to where we're going is more important or should be more of a focus than what the product or what the end thing is. I just interviewed Michael Creekmore. His podcast is going to come out after yours. But he was saying the importance of us going through hard things instead of trying to go past hard things. And that reminds me of what you just said. Part of your inch stones was the self-care and the healing. And whether it's a canceled wedding or a you know bruised relationship with a family member right now, maybe it's grief, maybe it's you lost your house, maybe you lost your job. I mean, gosh, there's so many things people are going through right now. Definitely. But what you were saying is part of those instones weren't pretty. No. Most and most instones, like they're hard. Like it takes all of all of your strength, like all of your will to accomplish it. So that's why I think then it's worth, you know, having that glass of wine. It's worth getting your nails done. It's worth just stopping and saying, you did a great job because I don't know about you, but I sometimes have a hard time giving myself credit. I love giving like people accolades and I love building other people up, but I sometimes have a difficult time building myself up. So at those specific times, I 
always try to stop myself and give myself some words of affirmation. Like that was really difficult. And that might not have been difficult for somebody else, but I'm not somebody else. That was huge for me. So I'm going to celebrate that. And I'm going to choose to say, you know what? I did a good job. And yep. Move on. And that's like, I'm, I'm imagining I'm totally taking that clip and putting it on social media when it's time to release this podcast. Cause I loved what you just said about sure. stopping and saying that to yourself. It's also hard. Don't you think to when someone does give you those positive affirmations, sometimes it's really hard to take it. Yes. And actually absorb it. You, the E2E ambassador group, sometimes when we're meeting, several times I can think of where you guys have actually made me cry. Definitely. And it was like, because I am so bad sometimes at stopping and being like, wow, you just got 12,000 teachers to sign up for a conference and you made that out of nothing. Like this didn't exist three years ago, you know? Right. Um, And so like, you guys are really good at making me stop and, and really be proud of, of that. So I think it's interesting to do that also for yourself. Yeah. And I think it's just, it's just so important because then it helps you like give you the momentum you need to then push on to then, you know, claw and, you know, crawl to the next step. Emily, I think you and I have a special relationship in that as I've gotten to know you, you and I have shared many things that we've been through, hard things you shared with me about the wedding, you know, that you had planned that was called off amongst other things that you've been through. I just want to take a minute to just acknowledge, first of all, how hard of a time we all are in or are still in right now and that it is tough. And so I think these inch stones are so key right now. I'm so glad you picked this topic. Like those of you listening, maybe your inch stones, maybe your milestone is to just get through tomorrow and your inch stones are taking things in 20 minute segments. So I just wanted to throw that out there that I thought this was such a great topic for you to pick for us to discuss. And I also think it's important that it's it depends on where we are. So we can't base our milestones on where we were six months ago or where we were two years ago. Right. We we need to look forward because sometimes, you know, my a milestone needs to be more in line with what our needs are right now. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Emily, thanks so much for popping on the podcast. This has been a long time coming. Great to get you on here. So thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. And hopefully we'll have you back again soon. For all of you that are listening, if you want to learn more about E2E, you can go to www.educators2educators.com. Remember, that's the number two. You can follow us on Instagram at educators to educators. And if you're interested in learning more about that classroom to boardroom course, you can find that at classroom2boardroom.net. Now that is classroomtoboardroom.net. Until next time, my friends, keep on teaching on.